UGA Football News presents today's sports report. On today's sports report, we'll talk about University of Georgia football and more. And now, here's your host of today's sports report, Chris Hall. Hey guys, good evening and welcome to a little dog talk here on UGA Football News on Facebook and Instagram. I'm Chris Hall, your host. And we've uh, popped in here on a Monday night. Uh, we have a big old stack of stuff that we want to talk about, about University uh, University of Georgia football. Yeah, I, you know, uh, my producer says, hey, let's let's put up the, uh, the back screen of Sanford Stadium and uh, kind of get into the, you know, the, 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 the atmosphere of being in the stadium. I said, well, okay, well, let's do that. And so there we are. I really wish we were actually there. I, I suppose the boys, the guys in uh, Coach Kirby Smart are all out on the field practicing now. Don't you think? They probably, you know, practice is probably still going on as um, a fall. I guess they call it fall practice, but it is summertime in, uh, in the South. Anyway, practice is uh, going on as the Bulldogs prepare for that first game against the Oregon Ducks uh, coming up. On Saturday, September 3rd, 3.30, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. And uh, what is that, 21 days away now, or 20 days, or something like that away from kickoff. So, And we are getting ever so closer to the beginning of the football season for the University of Georgia as the Bulldogs will defend their crown, the national championship crown. By the way, you know, we, one of the things we love around here is SEC Shorts. Uh, it, it's, you know, it, it's an organization that produces all these uh, great videos uh, concerning SEC football. They're based in Birmingham, Alabama. I, I would encourage you to check them out. They have a, <laughs> they put up a new vid- a video, you know, is, and uh, it they're, they're always hilarious. These videos are always hilarious. And uh, of course, you know, in this video, they show the University of Georgia walking the red carpet. They have a guy representing the University of Georgia. He's walking the red carpet. It's SEC Shorts. I I guess it's what? SECshorts.com. Something like that. You can check them out and uh, check out that video. I think you will enjoy it. Um, And so here we are. We we do have some things we want to talk about. And we're going to be here pretty consistently now as... We're uh, under three weeks until the start of the season. By the way, coming up this season, uh, some of the things we're going to be doing is we're going to be having a pregame show, a halftime show, and a postgame show for each of the uh, games for the Bulldogs. And uh, we'll kind of give you the opportunity to sound off a little bit as we anticipate the game, as the game is going on at halftime. And then in the aftermath of a uh, Georgia uh, Bulldog uh, victory, we'll give you the opportunity to chime in and Put your two uh, cents worth in. By the way, I've been on vacation. You know, we've taken some time off. You got to take some time off when you can get some time off. And so me and my dear bride and the family, we went down to Florida, went to the beach. And boy, it was fun. It it was was a lot of fun. My my grandchildren are growing up. And uh, I played football on the beach, played basketball. and, and it celebrated my birthday while we were there. It, it was just a great time. Came back totally exhausted. <laughs> I was zapped, you know, but uh, it, was, it was a great time. But now we're back at it here, and we're having some guys uh, check in. Uh, Cheryl Lee Hilliard, good to have you with us. Uh, Gene Halliford uh, checking in. Uh, good to have you with us. So 
Uh, and, and if you want to come in here with something, we invite you to do that. And you can make your comments known as we anticipate uh, the uh, University of Georgia kicking it off. And so we, I have a stack of stuff here. Our producers have put together a stack of stuff. And, uh, it, it, you know, you, you hear a lot on uh, the media platforms about the uh, fall practice and how it's going and who is shining out and who's doing really a great job and what Kirby Smart has to say about, you know, the practices. Hey, it's pre, you know pretty well a canned presentation of what's going on with the University of Georgia. But tonight, we, we've got a stack of stuff and things we're going to talk about that are, that maybe are a little different having to do with Georgia. So you want to get right into it. Let's get right into it. Okay, so Georgia opens the season against Oregon. And uh, that'll be September the 3rd. And I, I've been I've been kind of perusing a little bit over at, at, at Oregon at their, um, you know, the site, the media sites for the Oregon Ducks. Looks like they're having a pretty good um, Pretty good time of, of getting ready. Hey, Joey, how you doing, my man? Uh, pretty good time of getting everything together uh, for the coming season. Uh, Dan Lanning's a good football coach. I have no doubt he's going to be very successful at Oregon. Question is, there, there's there's kind of a question and a discussion now with the Oregon Ducks as to who's going to play quarterback for Oregon when they face Georgia. You have uh, Bo Nix, of course, Bo Nix, uh, former Auburn uh, quarterback, transferred to Oregon in the offseason. Uh, had a, you know, a kind of an up and down career with, uh, with uh, Auburn. Um, but he's a handful. Boy, he gave Georgia fits when Georgia played Oregon this past season. Uh, is it, but who's going to play quarterback for Oregon? Uh, they have a couple of guys, Ty Thompson and Jay Butterfield. Now, each one of the, I don't know anything about these guys, but apparently they're very well thought of uh, football players, quarterbacks. And so you have a competition going on between Bo Nix, Ty Thompson, and Jay Butterfield. It's, uh, you know, it's it's probably, it's probably one of those things where you, you know, you have this kind of faux competition going on. Bo Nix, obviously, probably, most probably, is going to be the starting quarterback for Oregon. Uh, he's very familiar with Georgia, and so uh, we we anticipate that. But, uh, you know, there's a big discussion on the uh, media boards, uh, media sites with Oregon, who's going to be the starting quarterback. But here I am sitting in South Georgia knowing nothing, very, very little about the Oregon Ducks, and I am prognosticating and proclaiming that Bo Nix will be their quarterback. Uh, Steve Conley uh, chimes in. Rumors say that Oregon O-line is having trouble. Uh, yeah, I've heard something about that as well. And uh, that may be that may spell trouble for them when they face Georgia's defense. By the way, Georgia's defense, Kirby Smart whined and complained big time about the defense. They were not producing as they he wanted them to produce. They didn't look like, uh, you know, they were very enthusiastic. And that's why coaches do, you know. They put a little burner, you know, under you, a little fire under you. He says the offense is far ahead of the defense, and that's why coaches do. So he's fired in about uh, You know, we have a good friend, Rusty Mansell, who is the hardest-working man in college football uh, media. Um, Rusty's a good friend of ours. He's often on our program. He works for 247 Sports. He's uh, doing, uh, you know, uh, uh, high school football uh, for – uh, high schools in Georgia, uh, working with Preach Tree TV out of Atlanta. Rusty, he's, he's a good guy. He's a great guy. He's a good friend of ours. 
And uh, anyway, Rusty recently uh, for 247 Sports made a prediction for each of the uh, regular season games for Georgia. And um, and so it's kind of interesting. You know, Rusty, uh, he's going to be back on our program very soon. We'll be talking to him about this. But I thought some of his predictions were, were kind of interesting. Uh, he has uh, Georgia beating Oregon 31-20, 31-20 at Mercedes-Benz. Then he has Georgia beating Samford and not Stanford. Now, that not the bunch from California, but the bunch from Birmingham, Alabama, Samford, 44-10 in Athens. Week three has Georgia beating North Carolina 34-17. That'll, uh, that game will be in Columbia. Week four, he has Georgia beating Kent State 51-9. Uh, then week five, he has uh, Rusty has Georgia beating Missouri 27-14. Week six, he has Georgia beating Auburn 34-20. Uh, that game will be in Athens. Week seven, he has Georgia beating Vanderbilt 48-10. Week eight, he has uh, Georgia beating Florida 24-20. So Rusty says that game's going to be tight and tough in Jacksonville. Week nine, Rusty uh, Mansell has Georgia beating Tennessee 33-27 in Athens. So he has that game kind of close. Week 10, he has Georgia beating Mississippi State. Rusty has Georgia beating Mississippi State at Starkville 24-23. So Rusty says that's going to be a game for Georgia to watch. Week 11, uh, Rusty Mansell has Georgia beating Kentucky 28-13. Week 12, uh, Rusty has Georgia beating Georgia Tech 49-7. to uh, So Rusty Mansell from 247 Sports has Georgia going undefeated again in the regular season, facing Alabama in the SEC championship game. He has no prediction for that game. Uh, but for the regular season, Rusty Mansell, 247 Sports, has uh, Georgia going undefeated. But he has some tight ball games in his, you know, his prediction. Some tight ball games with Florida... Uh, Tennessee and Mississippi State. So I kind of go out uh, with that. Listen, a lot of the, uh, you know, the, I, I guess, preseason top 20 team predictions are coming out, uh, rankings are coming out. Most outlets that I have seen, including AP, I think AP put out its top 20 uh, today, and the coaches poll came out uh, a few days ago. And almost all of them, almost all of these preseason predictions. Um, and uh, Steve says, uh, asked the question, come on, Rusty, no shutouts. No, he doesn't have a shutout on any of these. Uh, closest one, I suppose, would be, well, he even has Samford yeah, scoring 10 points. Kent State scoring nine, Georgia Tech seven. You got to think somewhere in there that that Georgia defense will have a, um, a shutout. I'm with you, Steve. Uh, Steve, I, I'm, I'm with you. Anyway, uh, most of the outlets... You know, I put out their preseason top 20 polls and most of the outlets and and it's, you know, it's pretty consistent across the board. I think there's one or two that may have something different, but most outlets have Alabama, Ohio State and Georgia as one, two and three. Now, I think and I can't remember which poll it is, but I think one of the polls has Georgia number two ahead of Ohio State. But most consistently out of, uh, you know, the AP and uh, the, these magazines and these other prognostications, you have Alabama, Ohio State, and Georgia as one, two, and three. Uh, so it's kind of interesting to think about, okay, that that's pretty well there. Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia. What about other teams? 
you know. Hey, Randy, how you doing? Go dogs from Tifton, beautiful Tifton, Georgia. Grady, my man, what's going on? Yes, okay. Well, Grady's got his own predictions here for what's coming up. Uh, so what are the other teams? You got Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia. Okay, that's pretty consistent. What are the other teams that uh, people are talking about? Did a little perusing. Uh, Clemson uh, is said to have a great defense uh, coming in. If they get some quarterback play and if their offense gets straightened up, Clemson could be a contender for, uh, for you know, uh, one of those spots uh, or at least uh, make the playoffs. Then you have USC, Southern California. Um, offensive firepower, pretty good defense. The Utah Utes. Every time I say that, I think about that movie, you know, the Utes of America. <laughs> what was that movie? I forget the movie. Anyway, the Utah Utes have a good combination of talent and uh, talent and experience. Uh, so uh, Hollywood from Woodstock, hey, how you doing? Um, so you get you got Utah there. You got Clemson, USC, Utah. Then you have Michigan, Oklahoma, Brigham Young. Uh, won 10 games in 2021. They have almost everybody back on their team. Um, let's see. And then you have then you have teams like Baylor, maybe Houston, um, University of Houston. Anyway, so you, but consistently, if you you pick up a magazine as you're checking out of the, uh, oh my cousin Vinny, that's right. Yes, that's it. <laughs> the Utes of America. You know. Anyway. Uh, if you know when you're checking out at the uh, the grocery store and you pick up one of those you know magazines that have college football preseason for 2023, you have Alabama, Ohio State, and Georgia usually one, two, and three. But you got these other teams. You got Clemson, Southern California, Utah, Michigan, Oklahoma, BYU, uh, Houston. Uh, it's going to be interesting. Of course, you know you can prognosticate and you know predict all you want to, but hey, we're ready to go. Uh, a couple of other stuffs. I and, and again, our producers—they—they've just kind of piled some stuff on me here, because I've been at the beach, and boy, the beach was beautiful. And I was throwing the football with my grandson, and you know, I, I was—I was putting it in there. I had a pretty good spiral, pretty good spiral. You know, I, I just—you know—the old boy may still have it. I—I I don't know. I can, I'm good for one play in a game. Let me in, coach. But one play is it. That's all you got. You get out of me. Anyway, uh, former Georgia Bulldog Heinz Ward is going to coach an XFL team in San Antonio, Texas. So how about that? Well, you go, Heinz. Um, played, uh, of course, with the University of Georgia, 1994 to 1997. Drafted by the Pittsburgh Steelers in the third round of the 1998 draft. He spent four, uh, 14 years in professional football. Uh, you know, great guy. Um, has, has, let's say he served on the, uh, the staff at Florida Atlantic, I believe, this past season. He also was with Jets, right? Uh, yeah, a, a fist, uh, offensive uh, assistant with the Jets. But anyway, now the XFL is coming in. Their season starts, the new season starts uh, February of 2023. It'll have eight teams, and Heinz Ward is going to be the coach of the San Antonio team. I don't know. I don't know what their their you know their nickname is or whatever, but anyway, you go Heinz. We'll be pulling for Heinz Ward. 
Uh, Athlon Sports uh, recently put out the all-time Georgia Bulldog team. They, they looked at the entire, by the way, I saw, and we've got to get this video. I saw a video of the first, a, a, it was like 20 seconds maybe, of a video of the very first game ever played at Sanford Stadium. You see in the background, we have Sanford Stadium. And I, I saw a video of the very first, it was like 20 seconds or something, old black and white, you know, with all the spots in it and that kind of thing. But it was a, the Georgia beat Yale nine to nothing or 13 to nothing or something like that. And the very first game ever played at Sanford Stadium. We got to get that video up. Somebody found it and we've got to get that video up. I mean, it, it was our, our quarterback for Georgia throwing a touchdown pass. He threw a touchdown pass and Georgia beat Yale and they were both the Bulldogs. You know, he yelled, Yale's Bulldogs. And I think Georgia, was Georgia, the, they had a goat back then as their mascot, right? I don't know if they're the Georgia goats or whatever they were, but anyway, uh, we, we've got to get that video up. Anyway, uh, Athlon Sports has the all-time Bulldogs team. They uh, went through the history of the uh, University of Georgia and they put together an all-time Bulldogs team, okay? And we're gonna run through that right quick. Head coach, uh, Vince Dooley. And he said, uh, head coach Vince Dooley, he's the, the best Georgia has ever had. Uh, then they have offensive coordinator, Mark Rick. Now, Mark Rick, was the offensive uh, quarterback at uh, our, our offensive coordinator rather at Florida State, and then he became the head coach. But Athlon says that Vince Dooley was the best head coach, the best offensive, I guess, coordinator coach, Mark Rick, the best defensive coordinator coach, uh, Kirby Smart. Now on offense, here we go. On offense, here's the all-time Georgia team, according to Athlon Sports. At quarterback Fran Tarkin played at Georgia 1957 to uh, 1960. Fran Tarkin, great quarterback. Remember him? I remember him playing. Got a little age on you there, boy. Uh, running back, who else? Herschel Walker played for Georgia 1980 to 1982. Uh, one of uh, two Heisman Trophy winning uh, backs, of course, Herschel Walker. Uh, one of the uh, picked as the one of the all-time running backs of the University of Georgia. Uh, the other running back that was picked by Athlon Sports. Yeah, not Ert Russell. I, I agree with you, Steve, yeah. Um, but, you know, um, could have been there. Uh, the, uh, the other running back, Terrell Davis, played at Georgia 1991-94. Wide receiver, the all-time great wide receiver at the University of Georgia, Heinz Ward. Played for Georgia 1994-97. The other, another wide receiver, uh, Terrence Edwards, 1999 to 2002. Bulldogs all-time leader in catches, receiving yards, and touchdown receptions. Another wide receiver uh, picked on the uh, University of Georgia all-time league, you know, our all-time uh, team, the best all-time, uh, A.J. Green, 2008 to 2010. The tight end, the best tight end ever to play at the University of Georgia, according to Athlon Sports, Richard Appleby. And yes, he was great. 1971 to 75. Of course, you know, that, that tight end room at the University of Georgia right now, are you kidding me? Brock Bowers, Darnell Washington, Rick uh, Gilbert. I mean, and we got, uh, what, Delp? We got, the, yeah, Oscar Delp. 
I mean, the, the tight end room at the University of Georgia is like, hello, mama. Um, tackle, offensive tackle, match, Matt Stinchcom, 1995 to 98. Guard Royce Smith, 1967 to 1971. Uh, center Ben Jones, 2008 to 2011. Now, this is the all-time Georgia Bulldog team, you know, from every era, the all-time team picked by Athlon Sport. Guard Max Gene uh, Gillis, 2002 to 2005. Tackle Andrew Thomas, offensive tackle Andrew Thomas, 2017 to 2019. So that's the offensive team. Now the defense, the defensive team, okay? This is the all-time defensive team for the University of Georgia according to Athlon Sports. Uh, defensive end David Pollock, good guy. Uh, check out his podcast. What is it? The Pollock Family Foundation podcast. Yeah. And uh, David Pollock, just a great guy. He works with ESPN. Um, he was picked as, as uh, the all-time Georgia defensive end. Defensive tackle Richard Seymour just went into the Hall of Fame. Right? The uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame. How about that? First team All-American. 1997 to 2000. Defensive tackle, Bill Stanfield. What a man. I mean, Bill Stanfield from nearby Valosta, Georgia, where we are, nearby to us. 1965 to 68. Of course, he uh, went on to play for the Miami Dolphins, won some Super Bowls, or not, not Super Bowl. Oh yeah, he won two Super Bowls uh, with Miami. Uh, so, Bill Stanfield. Uh, defensive tackle, another defensive tackle. This is the all-time, you know, Georgia University of Georgia team, according to Athlon Sports. Defensive tackle Geno Atkins, 2006 to 2009. I interviewed Geno Atkins. He's a good guy. Played for uh, somebody, Cincinnati, and I don't, I don't think he's on an NFL roster now. He may be a free agent, or he may be done. I don't know. He may be done. Uh, defensive end Freddie Gilbert, 1980 to 83. Linebacker Ben Zambezi, one of the great names <laughs> for the University of Georgia, 1974 to 77. Linebacker Boss Bailey. This is the all-time Georgia, you know, team according to Athlon Sports. Boss played for Georgia, 1998 to 2002. First-team All-American. Champ Bailey's little brother. There you go, Boss Bailey, named as one of the all-time linebackers of the University of Georgia. And, of course, another linebacker, Roquan Smith, 2015 to 2017, playing for Georgia, won the Butkus Award, um, all-pro, second-team all-pro honors uh, with Chicago, and now he wants to trade. Yeah, Roquan says, okay, I've had enough of Chicago. I want to go somewhere else. So we'll see where Roquan winds up. A linebacker Jarvis Jones, how about that? 2010 to 2012, good guy. Had the opportunity to talk with Jarvis uh, not long ago. Good guy on the staff now for the University of Georgia as a, what is he, assistant, linebacker assistant. Played for Georgia 2010 to 2012. Defensive back Terry Hogue. Now he was, Terry Hogue was a great, you know, he was a great player for the University of Georgia. Um, blocked the field goal against Notre Dame in the Sugar Bowl to help Georgia secure the 1980 National Championship. 
Perry played for Georgia to uh, uh, 1980 to 83. Defensive back Jake Scott. Jake Scott. Well, these are some pretty good players. Jake Scott played for Georgia 1996 to 60, uh, 1968. Uh, defensive back DeAndre uh, DeAndre Baker. Uh, 2015 to 2018. Defensive back Champ Bailey, 1996 to 98. First ballot Pro Football Hall of Famer, College Football Hall of Famer, good friend of ours, partner in what we're doing here, Champ Bailey. So this, this is the all-time Georgia team, according to Athlon Sports. Special teams, Kevin Butler, the kicker. Punter, Drew Butler. How about that? Uh, kicker, Brandon Boykin. 2008 to 2011. Punt returner, Isaiah McKenzie, 2014 to 2016. And, uh, you know, they made their name, did a great job for the, uh, no, I, let's see, no, uh, Brandon's there, Brandon Boykin. Uh, Bryce Dixon wants to know, no, he's there, 2008 to 2011. Uh, he's the kick returner. And punt returner, Isaiah McKenzie, 2014 to 16. And, uh, you know, they made their name. They did great things on the field behind us. Sanford Stadium. So that's the all-time Georgia uh, team, according to Athlon Sport. Pretty good. Uh, some other things, you know, there's always a lot of discussion about the Florida-Georgia game. Should it stay in Jacksonville? Should it, you know, should it be a home-and-home home thing? <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Kirby, Smart, uh, Kirby Smart's thing has is, is always been that in Jacksonville, you can't invite recruits to come to the game. I guess some kind of restriction or some kind of thing. And, um, but now uh, the, the rules have been changed and you can, you can uh, invite uh, the, you know, Florida and Georgia can invite recruits to come to that game. Um, a lot of discussion, you know, should it, should it get moved from Jacksonville? Should it be a home and home kind of thing? Been a lot of discussion about that. Apparently, it's going to stay in Jacksonville for a while. Um, but they, the uh, the CEO of the Peach Bowl uh, it, it said, it, it, you know, you, you guys can bring uh, the game to Mercedes-Benz Stadium if you want to. So he's suggesting, this is uh, Gary Stockton, who is the Peach Bowl president and CEO, suggests that the game be rotated, the Georgia-Florida game be rotated, between uh, Athens, Gainesville, Atlanta, and Jacksonville. Or play three games in Jacksonville, one in Atlanta. So anyway, so there's a lot of discussion about that. Apparently uh, there's a deal in place through what? 2025 or something like that. So, I, you know, hey, there, it's a traditional thing, Georgia, Florida, and Jacksonville. I. Wouldn't you like to see it go home and home? I'd like to see it go home and home. Oh, you can leave tickets for the players. Oh, yeah, that's right. Thank you, Randy. Yeah, you can't really interact with the players. You can leave tickets now for the players and their families for that game. Each school can. But you can't, like, you know, smooze them up. Like, I don't know. I just, why, why did that start? I, we, we, you need to, I get, need to get my producer to look into that. Why, why did it start in Jacksonville? Let's do the home-and-home home thing. Um, okay, so Georgia and Oregon will um, will kick off 3.30 p.m. Saturday, September 3rd, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. It's sold out. 
And um, so uh, ESPN says uh, they've announced the announcers. Who, who are going to be the announcers for that game? Sean McDonough, Todd Blackledge, and Molly McGrath. I like that. You know, they're, they're good. You know, I'm a connoisseur of play-by-play guys. Used to do a little bit of that myself. In fact, I still do it. Anybody needs a good play-by-play man, here I am. Uh, but anyway, you know, I and I enjoy good play-by-play, you know, hauling. Some some announcers, I just, I can't. I can't get it. But anyway, uh, so, so when you turn on the uh, game to ESPN on Saturday, September 3rd, 20, what is 20 days away or something like that? Uh, Sean McDonough, he's great. He's from Boston. I think he does play-by-play for the uh, for Boston, uh, the baseball team, right? For Boston, the Red Sox. Uh, Sean McDonough, Todd Blackledge, and Molly McGrath. This will be the second meeting between Georgia and Oregon. In the previous meeting, Georgia beat uh, Oregon 27-16. Uh, this is the, what is it? The Chick-fil-A kickoff game. Yeah, that's what it is. In previous uh, Chick-fil-A games, Georgia beat North Carolina 33-24. Lost to Boise State. Man, we remember that one, don't we? Ooh, ouch. 35-21, 2011. Georgia was supposed to play Virginia in the opening of the 2020 season in Atlanta, but that uh, was canceled because of the pandemic. All right, let's see. Uh, it's kind of interesting, you know? Okay, there's a lot of... Okay, people are talking already about the Heisman. What? Mentioned Southeast Mortgage. Yes, Southeast Mortgage, the official home loan lender of the Georgia Bulldog. What is, what is their motto? Every, every good dog deserves a good house, or every dog deserves a good house, or something like that. We love the people at Southeast Mortgage. They're good people, and if you're, you know, these days it's complicated. You know, my wife and I bought a house, and uh, that thing like to drove me crazy. I had to sign this, I had to look at that, I had to call this, I had to figure out that, and um, that thing like to, I went to like to win blockers over the thing. Finally, get got all of the eyes dotted, the T's crossed, and and bought the house. And, and but, but the people who helped us were great too. But Southeast Mortgage, they're top-notch, number one. They love the University of Georgia. Check them out. Southeast Mortgage, the official home loan lender of the Georgia Bulldogs. There you go. Um, okay. So, yeah. Okay. There's a lot of you know, preseason Heisman hype. Yeah. And every... And I see these lists of the best quarterbacks of the SEC, you know, Heisman contenders. And look, I'm a Stetson Bennett guy. He's our quarterback. He did great last year. I had my doubts at times. But when when it was there, he produced that fourth quarter against Alabama in the national championship game. <laughs> One for the ages. I mean, when it was on the line, the kid produced. He was great. And, but he gets so much disrespect. You know, they have all these lists of the best quarterbacks of the SEC, and you got Stetson down there, like number 10 or something like that. I think he was picked as the 49th best quarterback in, you know, all the major colleges, college football teams. Well, it's kind of interesting. Listen to this, you know? Listen to this. What? 
Due to his fashion skills at the beach, I know it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, why not? Why not? You know, I could. Heisman, there you go. Anyway, listen, since, since the 2020 season, the Bulldogs have averaged 2.7 points per drive when Stetson Bennett was the quarterback. Okay. In the most recent season, the Bulldogs averaged three points per drive with Stetson Bennett as the quarterback. In fact, over the last two seasons, 51% of Bennett's drives have ended with points being put on the board for the University of Georgia. Now that's not bad. For comparison, in 2021, the Alabama Crimson Tide's offense averaged 2.7 points per drive when Heisman winning quarterback Bryce Young was on the field. Young also led his team down the field for points 52% of the time. The only difference between the two was Bennett completed 180 total drives since, uh, since 2020, while Young has finished 174 for the Tide in 2021. So basically all that means is that Stetson Bennett is right there with Bryce Young as far as production is concerned for points as a quarterback. I'm tired of my man getting disrespected. You know, he, he won the national championship. Plus he got that new haircut. Did you see the new haircut? The frizzy is gone. <laughs> the frizzy is gone. Man, we got us a GI. We got us a GI cut. Looks, you know, markedly different. Part of his attitude now. You go Stetson. Man, I hope he burns it up this year. If I don't win the Heisman Trophy because of my Ability on the beach. I hope Stetson. Okay, so Coca-Cola. In 1980, Coca-Cola produced a first-of-its-kind commemorative bottle and accompanying tray celebrating uh, Georgia's national championship. That's 1980. Okay, so my son has a whole... He's, he's got a lot of those, you know, and he's got a whole, you know, tray of them and that kind of thing. From 1980, Coca-Cola right? Celebrating the University of Georgia National Championship. Well, Coca-Cola has now put out a, a commemorative uh, glass bottle celebrating Georgia's 2022 uh, na or 2021 National Championship. And so you can find them at stores. They're out now and uh, they're rolling around. Stetson wins Heisman only if Georgia wins National Championship. Yeah. I'm not thinking about that. But I think the voting for the Heisman comes before the national championship game. But if he does good, he's got a shot. I got a sneaking suspicion he won't win it, but hey. Okay, week one AP poll, top 25. You know, this is like a major poll, okay? Came out, uh, was it yesterday? Came out yesterday, or came out today, okay. Came out today. This is week one AP poll, top 25. This is one that, you know, they use a lot when they determine, you know, who's number one as far as the college football playoff thing is concerned. Of course, that really doesn't start until like the sixth or seventh game in the season. So here's what the AP says. They have Alabama number one, 54 first place votes. Ohio State number two, six first place votes. Georgia number three, with three first place votes. And then you got, here's the, here's the rest of the top 25. Clemson, Notre Dame, Texas A&M. Utah, Michigan, Oklahoma, Baylor, Oregon State, Oklahoma State, North Carolina State, 
Southern California, Michigan State, Miami, Pitt, Wisconsin, Arkansas, Kentucky, Ole Miss, Wake Forest, Cincinnati, Houston, and BYU. Hmm. So, so you, you, you've got Alabama, Ohio State, and Georgia, the usual suspects, number one, two, and three, uh, according to the AP poll. By the way, the uh, Georgia, the uh, College Football National Championship game is coming back to Mercedes-Benz Stadiums, I, I think in 2020, was it 2025 or 2026? That was announced today as well. Okay, so recruiting is going hot and heavy. Georgia's picked up a lot of recruits. Uh, you know, pretty, pretty stellar recruits for the 2023 class and the 2024 class. Um, Georgia's missing out a lot, though, on, on you know, on guys from Georgia. Some, some guys from Georgia, high school players from Georgia, you know, have gone elsewhere. The thing that breaks your heart is when they go to Alabama. Don't do it. Just don't do it. You know, when you go to Alabama. But we still love you anyway. Um, so... So uh, 2023, according to 247sports.com, here, here's the top recruiting classes at the moment. Now, there are some determinations coming up or some commitments coming up that may alter this. Yeah, you got Alabama number one with the number one recruiting class, according to 247 Sports. They have 20 commitments. Notre Dame number two with 23 commitments for the 2023 class. Texas is number three with 22 commitments. Ohio State, number four. Georgia, number five. Georgia has 18 commitments now for the 2023 class. Then you have LSU, Oklahoma, Clemson, Miami, and Florida. So that's where we stand as far as recruiting is concerned. Okay. Is that enough? Yeah. We, we Is that all we have? That's all we have. All right, guys. We love you. Now, look, we, we're going to be back on a regular basis. We'll give you kind of like a... Uh, it's all about the money for some high school players. Yeah, Randy makes that point. This NIL thing. You know, I just, I sit way, way away from it. So I, you know, it's good, but it's bad. It's being misused. It's, I don't know. Yeah, it's all about, all about the money. Somehow, some way, something's gotta be done to get a little control on it. Is my personal opinion, but you know, We'll have to wait and see. Well, listen, we're, we're not that far away from uh, Georgia taking on Oregon in the first game of the season. By the way, week zero is what? August 27th? Which is technically, I guess, the first week of college football. Uh, it, it, a lot of low-level games, but a couple of them are kind of, kind of interesting. You have Cincinnati at Arkansas in that week zero, the first week or whatever. Cincinnati, you know, Bearcats, pretty good team, coming to Fayetteville to play Arkansas on, uh, what, August 27th, I believe it is. And then you have um, Vanderbilt going to Hawaii. Is all right? <laughs> Vanderbilt for that first game. Um, yeah, Gene, I agree. NIL is good for the players. But, you know, somehow, way, we got to get a, I don't know, we've got to get a handle on this thing, control on this thing. We'll see. I'm ambivalent about it. I can see the benefit for the player, but then, you know, what it's doing for the sport is is kind of concerning. You, you know, you always already have some disparity now in college football. You just do. I know you have some teams that can, you know, slide in there and 
have a pretty good year, but man, consistently you have five, six, seven, eight teams that are always there, always. But I don't know what you can do about that. You got recruiting and all that. Anyway, we'll have to see how it works out. Well, guys, thank you for joining us tonight. It's a it's been a Monday at my house, but it's been a joy joining you uh, with you tonight. Uh, for a little uh, dog talk here on UGA Football News on Facebook and Instagram. Be sure to check us out. Previous programs can be found at todaysportsreport.com. You can check us out at UGA Football News on Facebook and Instagram. I'm Chris Hall, your host for Southeast Mortgage, the official home loan lender of the Georgia Bulldogs. Thank you for joining uh, with us tonight. And remember, go dogs. Thank you for joining us for this edition of today's Sports Report. Be sure to join us for our next program as we keep you up to date with University of Georgia football and more. Until then, be safe and go dogs.